the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, happy Thursday, and it will be a beautiful Thursday. A little hotter, a little more humid than yesterday, but it's a happy Thursday because the blockbuster testimony before the January 6th commission is, well, collapsing like a broken lawn chair or like a third world economy. And that is funny to me because it is the continual uh, occurrence of the left thinking it has figured out Something that will finally put an end to Donald Trump will finally show that Republicans who do not share the desire to murder babies in the womb, open the southern border, uh, prioritize solar and wind over fossil fuels. uh, It will prove we finally have the proof that uh, Republicans are certifiably nuts. Now, what you have done is once again proven that you are caught in your own web of lies. That's where we'll start a Thursday edition of the Bruce Woolley Show. Glad to be with you. You can participate in the program by phone, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. My email is bruce at salemmedia.com, bruce at salemmedia.com. It was stop the press's news in the mainstream media when Cassidy Hutchinson, a 25-ish White House aide, secretary basically to Mark Meadows, Donald Trump's chief of staff, went before the January 6th committee two days ago and told an interesting story. Uh, It was a tremendous story. Uh, it told us that uh, Donald Trump apparently is a, a modern-day rubber man or uh, maybe uh, the uh, male version of Elastigirl from the Incredibles movie and that he can be seated in the back of a limousine and he can extend his arm at will and reach up and grab the steering wheel and uh, try to uh, point his limo to the Capitol instead of back to the West Wing and safety on the day that the crazy people in Trump hats waving Trump flags with MAGA tattoos, stormed the Capitol and brought our democracy to within, I don't know what, a country mile of being overthrown. Uh, But now, the left-wing site PolitiFact. Remember PolitiFact? Not PolitiFact, Politico, sorry, Politico. Politico, the people who leaked the Supreme Court draft memo of the Roe versus Wade decision, which is done in order to bring to bear lots of pressure on the justices and hopefully to get one of them to change their mind. didn't work. But that's Politico's political mindset. They are about doing the bidding of progressives, of leftists. They are out with a story today headline. Secret Service says January 6th panel did not reach out before Hutchinson's explosive Trump testimony. So 
Cassidy Hutchinson, who had been interviewed on tape four times before she went to the January 6th hearing the other day, four times, and had told them the story before about the loutish, sore loser Donald Trump trying to physically overcome his Secret Service protection and steer the limo to the Capitol and not to the White House. She went before... Now, they heard that story before she came to the committee hearings. They wanted her to tell that story on live television. Never forget, they have hired a former TV executive from ABC to turn January 6th into... CSI, Washington, D.C. Must see TV. Gotta watch it. So they know what she's going to say before she comes in and says it again. But they want her to come in and say it again because she's young and she's articulate and she's pretty, even though it's probably sexist for me to say that. It's nevertheless true. Uh, They want her there to tell her story. And they know what her story is going to be. And that's why they want her there. Because this is explosive testimony. She makes a compelling witness. But in their zeal to get Donald Trump, they appear to have zero concern that her story will face after the hearing what it decidedly did not face during the hearing, which is in effect, cross-examination. See, that's what a witness has to do in court, is withstand cross-examination, or the testimony of the witness has to stand up to post-testimony examination. You can go into court and you can say anything you want to say if you are willing to lie after putting your hand on the Bible and saying you are going to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. But the thing about that entire process is that it only works if what is admitted into evidence is true, proven true, or at least not proven false, not disputed by someone else who, in this case, happened to actually be in the limo. So if you're going to have Cassidy Hutchinson come before the committee and say, Donald Trump reached from the back of the limo, and he was so mad he couldn't steer the limo to the Capitol that he then attacked one of his Secret Service agents. Well, you would expect somebody who was actually there, which Cassidy Hutchinson was not, to come in and verify that information. Now, you would only know if they could verify that information how. That's right, if you ask them. If you ask them. And if you're going to place the entire burden of your effort to demonize Donald Trump on the uh, shoulders of Cassidy Hutchinson, then Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony has to be strong enough to hold up. And in order to know if it's strong enough to hold up, you have to know what the people who were in the limo are going to say about what she says. Are you with me so far? This is all really elementary stuff. I think even AOC could follow this. But here's the story. 
from Politico. The January 6th committee did not reach out to the Secret Service in the days before it aired explosive testimony about an alleged physical altercation between Donald Trump and his security detail on the day of the riot, according to a Secret Service spokesperson. Anthony Guglielmi. Goog- How do you say that? Anthony, come on, dude. G-U-G-L-I-E. Googli. Mm, isn't that interesting? Googlilami. Googlilami. The Secret Service Chief of Communication told Politico that select committee investigators did not ask Secret Service personnel to reappear or answer questions in writing in the 10 days before Hutchinson testified before the committee. Here's the quote from Googly Limmy. We were not asked to reappear before the committee in response to yesterday's new information, and we plan on formally responding on the record we have and will continue to make any member of the Secret Service available. Okay. I throw out 1 Corinthians one nineteen all the time. Uh, the I will I will shame the wisdom of the wise, I will frustrate. Or the wisdom of the I will shame the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent, I will frustrate. They think on the Democratic side of the aisle with Liz Cheney and Adam Kitzinger, you know, along for the ride, that not having any naysayers, not having any non-believers, not having any pro-Trumpers on this committee serves the purpose of this committee. We will tell one story. We will tell it over and over and over again. And the more we tell it, the more people will believe it. Yes, I know. That sounds remarkably like Joseph Goebbels, the propaganda minister of Adolf Hitler, who said, if you tell a lie, tell it big enough, tell it often enough, eventually people will come to believe it. Yes, I know. They're taking a page out of Goebbels. Yeah. But that's the strategy here. We're going to have a hearing. We're not going to let anybody cross-examine any witnesses. Now, the funny part of this is Cassidy Hutchinson would have been a better witness and her testimony could have been more powerful or could have saved them the embarrassment of having the Secret Service make them look like buffoons two days after the fact if she had been cross-examined. See, we typically think of being cross-examined in court as something you should dread or, boy, you know, wait till they get a chance to cross-examine her. It's often the case that that is how it turns out. But when it turns out that way, it only turns out that way because the witness is lying or they're not believable. But being cross-examined if you're telling the truth or if you just make a mistake and you're lazy in how you say something, being cross-examined can actually do you some good. What if Cassidy Hutchinson had been cross-examined before the hearing? How would it have sounded? Well, we have a really good lawyer to explain it to you next on The Bruce Hooley Show.
So I suppose we shouldn't be surprised that since they hired a TV executive from ABC to produce compelling television in the January 6th hearings, uh, maybe he looked at the stuff he had to work with and decided, um, well, I, I got nothing to work with here if I actually have to stay within the bounds of truth and fairness. But boy, I could come up with something really good if I could tweak the tweets a little bit and fudge the video a little bit and... That would be good. It'd be good TV. They told me to make good TV, so that's what I'll do. Maybe that's why. Cassidy Hutchinson, the uh, young White House secretary, testified the other day and was not cross-examined. She told a story that is uh, coming apart like a hut in a hurricane. And it's going to, here's a favorite Democratic word, delegitimize everything the January 6th hearing hoped to accomplish. Cassidy Hutchinson has a verbal tick. And, I mean, that's the best That's the best face I can put on her testimony. She has a verbal tick. A lot of people have verbal ticks. What are some verbal ticks? Let me ask you this. That's a verbal tick. Is let me ask you this something you need to say before you ask someone a question? Let me ask you this. How many times did they say, okay, go ahead and ask me? No, they just know you're going to ask. But it's a way for people to kind of get into it. Let me ask you this. I used to work with a guy in radio who has a verbal tick. His verbal tick was, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I know what you're saying. You don't have to keep asking me if I know what you're saying. Just say what you're saying. And chances are I'll be able to follow along. Cassidy Hutchinson does not have the, let me ask you this, verbal tick, or the, know what I'm saying, tick. Her tick is something to the effect of. She said a lot of things in her testimony the other day, and pretty much everything she said, recounting conversations she had or she overheard or she heard about, she bathed it in something to the effect of, something to the effect of, something to the effect of. It came up time after time after time after time. Then Tony had relayed to me something to the effect of, where I overheard the president say something to the effect of. Something to the effect of. Mr. Cipollone said something to the effect of, the president said something to the effect of, and he said something to the effect of, something to the effect of, and I remember Pat saying to him something to the effect of, and Pat said something to the effect of, and very clearly had said this to Mark, something to the effect of, I remember Pat saying something to the effect of, and Mark had responded something to the effect of, Something to the effect of. Now, she was not cross-examined. There was no Jim Jordan there. There was no Jim Banks there. There was no anybody Republican there to cross-examine her. And had there been somebody there to cross-examine her, what would it have sounded like? It actually, I think, would have helped her because my guess is that is just a verbal tick. Megyn Kelly, yes, the same Megyn Kelly from Fox, used to be an attorney. And Megyn Kelly pointed out yesterday how it would have sounded if someone had bothered to cross-examine Cassidy Hutchinson. Her memory appeared to be rather shaky. Something to the effect of, you remember it very clearly, then tell us what it was. Not to the effect of. What exactly? What were the words used? Tell us. These are her words. Then the White House counsel said something like, this is crazy, etc. How sure are you, madam? What words can't you remember? Why? What specifically did the White House counsel say? What specifically did Mark Meadows say in response? This was a big conversation. You're not sure? You didn't write it down? 
You're 25, you're 24 years old. What's this that happening? It's a big moment. Why wouldn't you take a note? Why not? Or if you did, where are they? Were they produced? Can we see them? Let me see them right now. Did they refresh your memory? She goes on and says, well, the, the president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president. Take me up to the Capitol. Well, what does that mean? He said it or he didn't. What does that mean? Something to the effect of. Which words are you unsure of? Effing? Take me to the Capitol? Why can't you remember? Miss Hutchins said. Why do you keep saying to the effect of in recounting all of these conversations? Those are questions that Cassidy Hutchinson should have been asked because if Cassidy Hutchinson is telling the truth, and I don't think she is, but if she's telling the truth, she could have said, you know, I got a bad habit. I got a really bad habit. I, I say that all the time. I say that when I'm talking about my friends, something to the effect of, I, I'm going to go to Chipotle and I'd like something to the effect of a burrito. I mean, that's the best case scenario because Every time she says something to the effect of, it is unspecific. And what are you supposed to evaluate in a court case? Specific things testified to with specific knowledge proven by specific events corroborated by either your own experiences or others. So I don't think it served Cassidy Hutchinson or the January 6th committee, and I'm not about serving the January 6th committee, but I just do think it is instructive that they chose this committee in a way to accomplish their purpose of marginalizing Donald Trump to the point where he could never run for president again. And I've talked about how really, given how poorly the Biden administration is performing, they should be doing everything they can to try to get Trump to run again. Why? Because elections are lost by the person who the election is about. Right? Reagan beat Carter because Reagan asked the operative question, are you better off than you were four years ago? They made that election about Jimmy Carter. In the next election, if it is about Joe Biden, if it is about gas prices, inflation, Afghanistan withdrawal, southern border, 53 migrants fried to death in the back of a semi-trailer, Joe Biden loses. But if it is about Donald Trump and 2020 and January the 6th, then Trump could lose. I don't think Ron DeSantis would lose. I don't think Tom Cotton would lose. I don't think any other Republican would lose. But Trump would have to have the discipline, a word that is not often mentioned in the same breath with Donald Trump, to not make the 2024 election about the 2020 election. And so they should view that and see that as something that would be their only chance of completing the Hail Mary of returning Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or some other Democrat to the White House in 2024. But they are blinded by their hatred of Donald Trump and blinded by not just their hatred of Donald Trump, really. They are blinded by their hatred of you and me because of our values. As Trump said, they don't hate me. They hate me because they hate you. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.